0: Well, oh yeah! First and foremost, brothers, it's a pleasure. Mm. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, and uh, thanks for (laughs) opening the space and opening the invite to collaborate and expand. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually um,
1: really love your story that you shared with me earlier Mm. of how um, Holistica came to be. Mm. You guys, you guys founded it together. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. And how did this this vehicle take form?
0: I'll let Brother
2: Jamie open that one up. Uh, <laughs> where does the story start? You know it's like Could start many you know many lifetimes ago, but but really the the big shift was the external pressures pushing us away well, I say external pressures, but really that was just the this you know the straw that broke the back. but it was it was really that huge internal call. Um, to step away from a life for me personally that wasn't serving me it was the, you know, the engineering. I was working FIFO up until, you know, the end of November. And then I wasn't allowed to work FIFO anymore. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure everyone, everyone can discern, <laughs> discern why that is. Um, I had a lot going on that month. I, I did, I set a couple of plant medicine ceremonies. We did our 10-day shamanic training I was going through a breakup and trying to hold space for, um, you know, someone whose who's, you know p- close parent was passing away, and all this stuff was going on, and you know, and obviously stepping away from my career of ten years. Yeah. And so it was a big month. <laughs> so, so December for me last year was it was this this intentional sort of breath. This just like okay, I'm not going to try and wonder what's next. This is purely just to breathe integrate, recalibrate, just everything that's happened and, and became very intentional with that and, and, and found that space and started to open up that energetic space. And I feel that's what a lot of people are missing in their sort of everyday grind is is that energetic space to allow things to come through and allow spirit to, to do the work. You know, mm-hmm. to um, I might talk about this a lot, but all Marcus' podcast, there was a, yeah. his, his ex-partner was on there the other day who's now gonna be his best man for his wedding. Oh, wow. And she, she basically says, you know, like, we, we say we're busy all the time. And if we accept that we are God and everything happens through us as God or source or whatever you wanna call it, mm. and we're busy all the time, how is God ever gonna be able to come through to do the work?
1: Mm, true.
2: So for me, that, that month, you know, not really understanding it fully at the time, but that month was that month to breathe, right? And then there was sort of a date on the 27th of December where I dropped into a big integration medicine ceremony. I held space myself and just everything just shifted and aligned. And wow. within the next 10 days, um, yeah, basically the, the right people came in, the, the right ideas came in, and we Holistic Freedom Movement was born, which was the first Mm. sort of co-creation ryan and i were on a hike with some other people and Mm. it was one of those things someone just says those three words together in conversation and and i was just like that's it (laughs) that's what we've been wanting to create a movement for people who have had their freedoms restricted want to create community want to be a part of something where they are fully welcome Mm. in all expression of what they are you know and and a space for community to come together because a lot of people had been displaced from their careers or from their communities because of everything that was going on with the mandates and all that kind of stuff. So we created this this container and this opportunity, which actually started with crypto, um, an opportunity with crypto that sort of yeah came went from like a concept to twelve days later running our first event with uh, almost forty people and it was like hugely successful and high vibe and and beautiful and, and over the year over the Six, next six months we ran 17 events and really sort of channeled in and, and refined and defined what we wanted to offer and what our community wanted to look like and and it very quickly went from a movement and a concept and a space for community to just be to a way of living really like a, as Ryan describes it, it's like a lifestyle and that's when we're like okay well, we need a brand we need a brand that encapsulates what we want to create and that's where sort of Holistica was Massaged and worn out of that. It's a cool name. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh man, there was so much resistance <laughs> from my side because, like, yeah. for me, holistic freedom movement just banged the nail on the head. Yeah. It was like yeah. We're creating holistic experiences to promote freedom through a movement of community. Mm. And then Jamie came to me and he's like, bro, you're like doesn't have that longevity in it and I was like no we're keeping it (laughs) it's so amazing I don't want to change it and we started massaging it like Jamie said you know Mm. and Holistica came through well I started
2: massaging Ryan (laughs) 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 yeah nothing sus
0: (laughs) and it made sense Like we we wanted something that wasn't just a movement, we wanted something that was a destination, it was a state of being, it was a community, and it was a brand, it was a business. Mm -hmm. And we just knew it had to be holistic. So we played with Holistica with like a C and it just didn't look right because it was like, you know, that Spanish interpretation and like we're not Spanish, we're not, you know. Yeah. And um, I just threw it on Canva with a K in it and it just went bang. Yeah. And Mm. it stuck yeah yeah it's unique it's it's beautiful it pops it's, it pops, yeah, it pops yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. and um, and that's what we've created we've created a state of being yeah you know we've created a community we did have a destination space, but we went through a few business intricacies with that, and that's no longer with us, so we're still looking at finding a, a destination space, but we find that's going to happen organically yeah yeah um, mm. and everything else just, just falls into line. And we've had such amazing success in not only providing great experiences for people in a holistic yeah. aspect, mm. but through our, our attitude, like we came into this with no competition whatsoever. We weren't here to take from anyone. We were here to contribute on a deeper level to the community. Mm. And what we've enabled the community to do is, is look at collaboration differently. And we've helped so many people it's yeah. been ridiculous like it's so amazing seeing the people that have come into our space and they've just shone like so brightly mm. and they're going out doing their purpose and like that's what we're here for right is collective evolution and mm. and that's what holistic has been able to do and continues to do
3: yeah and I love that mm. yeah, yeah I think uh, what I love about it most is kind of um, when you said there was no competition, you went into it with like a mindset where there's no competition, it's kind of like um, you, go in, you went into it with like a place of abundance. Yeah. Man. Mm. It was like pure abundance, you know, like I'm not here to com- compete with you. There's plenty of abundance for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, a, it's, it's like, one, it's like a, it's one of those things where like people tell you yeah, you're meant to have a mindset of abundance bro, and, and you're not meant to be competing with anyone like that's a very beautiful like alignment to that idea mm. yeah like abundance is, is it's it's just beautiful man it's breathtaking mm. yeah i yeah. love it like it's i've never <laughs> i've seen I've never seen i've i've seen it but i think like having more and people like more and more people kind of um what's the word i'm looking for reinforce it mm. it's such an empowering thing man yeah, yeah. such mm. an empowering thing yeah, it's, it's quite,
0: quite yeah. funny as well, because like prior to 2022 actually turning over a lunar mm. year, I was dropping into a bit of like astrology stuff, and I don't really do astrology, but mm. something called me to look into what 22 is bringing, yep. and it was just abundance, love, collaboration, mm. and I just opened my soul up to that, and then, what, <laughs> January the 7th, 2022, Holistic mm. Freedom Movement was born, we got our first event going, and it's just snowballed from there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there with empowerment, right? Mm. That's that's truly what we do. We create empowering experiences for our community. We, mm. we don't want to just be up the front doing. We we want to be part of it being, and mm. we want people to walk out of our spaces feeling empowered. Yeah. Whether they come in once or whether they come in multiple times, and and just to feel empowered to step it in, you know, step in to what it is is calling them, because that's sort yeah. of that's what we've done, and we've, you know come out on on this beautiful trajectory of of change and and, you know to empower more people to do that is how we're going to create this shift and and we do that through that collaborative mindset and and we've seen so many people will share an event and they'll go to their event and and they'll share another event and all of a sudden these people are working together and Mm. and it just fills our hearts you know it's it's just so beautiful to see and it doesn't take away at all from what we're creating, it, it adds to that energy. And everyone grows,
0: everyone expands. Yeah. 100%, yeah. collective yeah. evolution, you know, you'll hear yeah. that come from me quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, Like, why not, you know, like, yeah. why would you want to be, like, the mogul in this huge skyrise apartment when everyone down the bottom's suffering? Mm. You know, mm. like, rise together, and it's so much more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's everlasting, mm. you know? Yeah, and, but I and and that. it's something that's mm. been trying to be stripped away from us as a society, right? Yeah.
1: I remember my experience as a business, like speaking with family members and people who are business consultants, to are like, check the competition, how you're gonna do how you're gonna compete, how you're gonna do all this sort of stuff. I'm like, whoa, it's like, it's so much overload going into this, yeah. thinking that you're a war, and then you create that, and you live in that, but if you just go into it saying, during the competition, I'm gonna do my thing, and things just flower um, beautifully, right? Yeah. It's, it's just it's amazing how the mindset can control so much more than just your
3: little box of reality, <laughs> you know, just ever expanding. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's totally total opposite to what we're like taught when it when it comes to like business. Mm. It's total yeah. opposite. Yeah, it works. yeah, yeah, But it works. Yeah,
2: 100%. There's this book. I uh, actually literally I've had it for a few years, but I picked it up um, two days ago, and um, it's it's a alternate translation of the Art of War. Yeah, because right? you know the Art of War, the Sun Tzu's Art of War is yeah. like how to do business. You know, it's like business one hundred one. Like men read this. If you want to run your company kind of thing, you know, and basically what this guy says at the start of this book is he said it's called The Art of Peace. And what he says is, is the Chinese symbol for peace is, is very similar if not the same to war. So he just retranslates everything in terms of peace and how can you show up as a peaceful warrior in this world. And it's like this this whole reframe of like, okay, well, yeah, I can have my strength and I can have my poise and I can be ready when needed. but also, how can I show up with peace and love and collaboration and, and connection? It's just this yeah. sort of beautiful reframe on, like you say, how we're taught to show up in the world and how t- we're taught to show up in business. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm to get that
1: book, The Art of Peace, and i write it down before I forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, being, not, not being rude to texting. No, yeah. no, man, no worries. I'll,
2: I'll send it through to you. Yeah, it's, it's actually not easy to find online. I, <laughs> It was in Chiang Mai in Thailand oh, real. for 240 baht, and it's like this, this store called The Shaman Bookstore. <laughs> and it's like this guy straight out of the 70s, like the round glasses, like long curly hair. John Manon. Yeah, like John Lennon <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah. And these books are like stacked so high, man. And I just spent like, maybe like two or three hours in this in wow. this bookshop. And there's one, one book I wanted specifically called The Art of Living, which is a, a Vipassana book. Okay. And somehow I found it, like amongst all these stacks. And then the other one I picked up was the other piece. And, yeah. and, and these two books have just been the undercurrent of yeah, my whole sort of philosophy the last few years. And yeah, that's,
3: what, that's where you find the gems. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shaman bookstore in, Zouk in Zouk Chiang Mai, yeah. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Can I talk to you guys about um, your energy, and how, sure. how you work with energy, and how you control your own energy? One thing I noticed mm-hmm. about you guys when I met you at Magic Mondays, you had a different energy about you guys, it was very calming and grounding that it sort of mm-hmm. stood out. What do you guys do to, to take care of your energy, and also hold space of people in the energetic sort of space?
0: Mm. Oh man, my my journey started with energy, I think, unconsciously through my fitness practices. I used to be an amateur bodybuilder. So I got a really good connection with my body Mm. and and the energy, how it moves through my body. But there's still something missing, you know, and it wasn't until I started um, dropping into, I think, yeah, stoicism was what I first dropped into. So it's just it, and it was kind of like the bridge between the body and the mind a little bit, mm. and I and I I spent a couple of years learning stoicism to really like ground my energy into my body to to be able to be a bit stronger, but yeah. there's still something missing. Is that like you know? Roman philosophy? Yeah, 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 it's like an old Greek uh, sort of yeah, philosophy Greek, yeah. of um, okay. uh, you know being very poised and very like grounded and centered. Um, but still loving and calm and, and that type yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. like an influence
2: so of control. It's like, you know, I can only control this sort of influence and don't worry about anything on the outside of that. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, was, yeah. that was a really
0: good foundation for my, my grounding sort of energy, but I still missed a little bit of that flow because it made me a bit too rigid. And then I ended up coming across Alan Watts through a friend oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. I dropped into Zen Buddhism. And Zen Buddhism was just that glue that put it all together oh. for me. Cause I, I was very grounded, I was very controlled, very um, like strong in my energy, but I missed yeah. that flow. It, it yeah. felt a bit too rigid. So the Zen Buddhism just smoothed everything out for me. Beautiful. And yeah. then from there, like we've just been on a huge journey. Um, the, the 10 day intensive shamanic course we did with one tribe, big, <laughs> oh big right. props to Mark Steinwood, man. He's, he's an absolute magician, mm. you know? He took Mm. us through so much in that 10 days of really understanding what energy is and and how to cultivate it, how to move it, how to identify it. And that for me was like that icing on the cake. Mm. And from from that journey back in November last year, Mm. everything just got better and better and better and better. People were like seeing my energy so differently. You know, I knew I had a nice energy, a good, grounded strong healthy energy but mm. it just flourished from there because I could understand it better so I could shift and flow in different environments um, you know when say you're in a you're in a room and there's a bit of stale energy you know how to move through that or protect yourself against it and stuff like that so yeah, adding that shamanic aspect to, to my medicine kit like mm. just blew the roof off everything yeah yeah and it was just it was the best 10 days I've experienced yeah. in a long time yeah that, that I love totally that awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah, how do you control that? If you walk into a room that's sort of stale, and how do you a protect your energy so you don't sort of take on or get sticky energy stuck to you, yeah. and also go through the stagnancy or just hold yourself in that way?
0: So for me, like I, I protect my energy intuitively all day, every day. So like as I wake up, I do a very grounding meditation. Um, I clear away anything that may not serve me from the day prior. Mm. You know, I set the intention for the day coming. Mm. And I sort of put up a bubble of, you know, violet or white light around myself yeah. for the journey ahead. Mm. Um, you know, I connect with my spirit guides and my ancestors and, and that kind of thing on a, on a daily daily practice. Um, you know, crystals are quite a big big part of my life as well. Like mm. I carry them, I wear them. Um, yeah. I use them quite frequently. Um, and, and a lot of it's like mind over matter as well. Because you can do all the spiritual work, but yeah. you can still have this, disconnect with your ego. Mm-hmm. And if your ego and you aren't working together, you're gonna to be challenged all day, every day. And then the moment you let your guard like soften, the ego just creeps in, it's like, or someone else's energy creeps in, you yeah. know? So for me, it's it's a multitude of everything. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. put my finger on one thing, but yeah. intention, and also clearing that channel for spirit to come through. Because I, I feel we're just a vessel, you know, yeah. a, a conduit for spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, when you can have a clear vessel through body, mind and soul, you, you can shift and move energy a lot easier. And sometimes you don't even think, it just happens.
3: Yeah. Mm. So do you kind of have like the intention that you're, you have pure control of your energy at all times.
0: Yeah, yeah. I okay. truly think like that I do as an individual, um, yeah. maybe someone that doesn't quite understand it as much may not. Um, like for me it takes a lot to ruffle my feathers like a lot yeah and (laughs) you could literally slap me in the face and I'll have a smile on my face like I'm good (laughs) because I couldn't control what you did right yeah Mm. I can then reflect upon that and go well did I do something to cause that and as soon as I know I didn't it's gone it's it's not it's not my issue right
3: yeah yeah that's true and and I've been in
0: many of those Mm. situations in my life and I've always looked at it the same way especially when I dived into the stoicism because the stoicism gives you kind of like three options, right? For everything that happens in your life. Mm. So you've got those those instances that you have complete control over. Yeah. That's where you'd put like a pretty good portion of your energy. Yeah. You've got the, the lower of the three, which is you have no control over. So that's say like the government is trying to push something on you. You have no control over that. So how much energy are you gonna attach to that scenario? And then you have the middle part, which is you have somewhat control. Mm. And that there is where people get a bit unstuck, is the middle bit where they think, well, I've got a little bit of control, so I'm gonna throw all of my energy into it. It's so, like, well, you don't have much control, so pull a bit of energy back. Because mm. then if you're putting your energy into the wrong scenarios, when you've got those scenarios where you have complete control, you've got no energy left. Yeah. So yeah. say something comes into your life which is for your highest good, and you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm so tired, I'm, I'm, I'm flat, I can't put any energy into it. That's because you put your energy into the wrong places in your life, yeah. and yeah. and I do that intuitively all day, every day, I love which that. helps me yeah. stay grounded. And then when I need to turn on, it's like boom, it's right there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> always ready. Yeah, yeah. always ready. Yeah. It's like being the the warrior in the garden, not yeah. the gardener in the war. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. that. So like your sword is always behind you; it's sharp, but it's not out here swinging around like cutting trees and stuff. It's it's peaceful. It's a it's serene. Warrior. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm.
1: I think Jordan Peterson talks about that, mm, the word yeah. meek, yeah. how it means keeping yeah. your sword, your sword sheathed, not um, using it. Yeah, yeah that's mm. right. And that's real power when you control it. It's yeah, always ready.
3: I I yeah, one always one, ready. I think yeah. one of my favorite stories based around uh, stoicism was like a, a man who built a factory throughout his whole lifetime, um, and then his factory burnt down. His factory was burning down, and um, he called his wife and child, and while the factory was burning down, um, and they um, he called them and they were they were watching the factory as it was burning and sh- The wife was freaking out the kid was freaking out um, and the man was just like um, Let's watch this because there's nothing I can do about this mm-hmm. um, I could I could react over it. However, there's nothing I can do about this. So I'm just gonna let it happen mm-hmm. So I think it was, it was like a perfect depiction of I think it's um, I think it's two phrases is the mm. momento mori and amor fati Love of fate and yeah. remember you'll die um, and it's like a very mm. beautiful kind of like alignment between like mastering chaos because there's some chaos that you can't, you just, there's nothing you can do about it. And like it's, a, it's a, I love stoicism. Stoicism is like a, it's a very good introduction to kind of like pretty. I went through yeah. the same thing, kind of like um, stoicism, it's a, like the gateway
2: into philosophy. Really, it's yeah, uh, that stoicism because it's like sort of, sort of the most grounded one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. actually reminded me of another proverb, which is not directly related to stoicism, but the way I sort of look at it is more like on a timeline scale, right? Like good luck and bad luck. Like you actually don't really know. Oh, you could you know have a fender bender this day, but you know that could lead you to meet, say, your partner that you spend the rest of your life with because that's the person that you ran into. See, so, you know, oh, bad luck, I ran into someone, but like, mm. good luck. And it's sort of like that proverb of the guy who has the farm and he's sort of farming and, and his horse runs away so he can't, you know, pull the, pull the plow along and all the villagers, oh, it's, it's such bad luck, you know, like your, your horse ran away. And he's like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. And then the horse comes back, and it's brought this wild brumbies. <laughs> so he's got multiple horses. And the towns like, oh, that's you know, that's such good luck. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then his son's sort of like ri- riding one of these wild horses, and he falls off and breaks his le- leg. and they're like, oh, such bad, you know, bad fortune. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And then all of a sudden, the uh, you know, sort of like in a few days later, the government comes in and they're constricting people for the war, and it's you know, leading them off to certain death. And then his son can't go because he's got a broken leg, you know. Good luck. <laughs> and it's ah, like, okay. So it's yeah. sort of like, what, yeah. what sort of timeline are you looking on? And, and, and that sort of closely relates to stoicism. It's like, I, I, I don't actually know if that's good luck or bad luck. So why put too much energy in, in sort of judging yeah. that and, and just allowing it to be fully. And a big part of that is, is staying grounded and centred in. yeah. Your own energy, and, and yeah, back to what you said with practices. Is gr- you know we've mentioned grounding a lot of times, and mm. depending on what element for me, depending on what element you sort of associate more to, is is what, how you might ground better. Like you know it might be if you're. For me, I'm I'm a very earthly being, and Ryan's similar. So it's like that sort of putting your feet on the earth, and and yeah. being in nature, being amongst the trees, and and being in that space, and breathing into that space, to allow you to centre. Um, or it could be, you know, if you are more water, it could be jumping into the ocean or mm. these kinds of things. So, so doing the practices that align with your state of equilibrium or your state of normal sort of where your energy is. Mm. Yeah. Um, but another thing I wanted to add as well, because I think a lot of people try to intellectually understand energy and how to work with energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Yeah, yeah, and I remember when I moved to Bali a couple of years ago and, and got my first sort of spiritual mentor. One of my spiritual journey was yep. really sort of kicking off. I'd, I'd done the philosophy, done the psychology, done the physiology, mm. but it was like the spiritual journey of the starting. I remember the very first thing I said to him, he said, what do you want to do in these next three months? I said, I want to learn the an- language of energy. And, you know, there was only so much he could teach me, but, yeah. but it takes that time to tune into that felt sense. Mm. And it takes experiences and it takes maybe going to healings like Reiki sessions or you know, shamanic trainings um, to tune into that felt sense of what feels good for you and, and, and getting to that point where you can be like, okay, well is my energy here <laughs> or is it is it here? You know, and, and being being able to be present and grounded and, and open as well. And open is a big one and, and Ryan sort of taught me a lot about working how to protect my energy. Mm. But at the same time, I wanna remain open enough to receive and mm. open enough to connect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so finding that balance that works for you. And, and a lot of the time, well, yeah, my, my journey with energy has, has been, cause I'm, I'm probably more of the fire and Ryan's more of the water. My fire is like fully in and then, and then <laughs> out. So it's like yeah. trying yeah. to find that balance <laughs> right. So I'm not like halfway through an event and then I just like my energy drops, you know, that yeah, and yeah. trying to trying to find that balance where I can be more consistent and more grounded, and mm. and fully in, fully out. It's okay if you if you manage it, and, and it can be quite a, quite an effective way to yeah. to show up in the world. But it's yeah. like finding that balance yeah. And, yeah. and finding those practices you can do every day, whether it be cold showers, you know, getting your feet on the earth, or movement, or dance, or um, I've been doing a lot of the heart coherence breathing mm. lately, which is just completely shifted my yeah. whole journey. That's probably something we could probably go into later, yeah. but, but <laughs> finding that space where you can be from the heart and not from the mind where I've spent 98% of my life. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, once I once I dropped into that space for, you know, there's been fleeting moments, but mm. you know, and this guy's been in there for the last you know, however many months, but <laughs> once I dropped in that space for multiple days, which was which was recently, Within those, you know, that two-week period, everything that I could have possibly wanted from the universe was just tch, 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 here you go, here you wow. go, here you go. It was like that ultimate state of heart coherence and openness and complete peace with what would come to pass, mm. and complete gratitude for what
0: did. So we like we yeah. manifest from our heart space, not our head space. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent, yeah. man. Yeah. love is the highest frequency known to humankind. Yeah, mm. and when you spend, when you consciously choose to spend time there. You watch what happens, man. Yeah, yeah. it is beautiful. Mm. Absolutely wow.
3: beautiful. If you if you were to um, give advice to someone who's just beginning their journey into energy and understanding energy, what advice would you give them? Let's say they're a baby, they're like just trying, they're still in the the mind element, they're still stuck in that mind. What what, what advice would you give them?
2: Gail ceremony. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah Harmonise, honestly. Yeah. Harmonise is such a beautiful gateway. We we've created this, we've created this this three hour con- cacao and connection journey, you know, and it's it's more than just sitting with cacao and and, and meditating because meditating for some people, like me, for example, I knew meditation would change my life for about three years before I actually managed to sit for more than ten minutes still and and do it, you know. It's like we we've created this whole ceremony where we sit with the medicine, we, then we move with the medicine. It's intuitive movement. And then you also lay down and receive on a sound healing level. So it's got this, that full sort of spectrum. And, and throughout the whole process, we talk into the energy and we talk into the energy we're creating in the circle and the energy that we're creating from the medicine and from the movement. So, you know, that's just one of the, like you say, <laughs> you know, there's so many options, right? There's yeah. this choice, spoilt for choice these days. But that's just one of the ways where you can experience that felt sense of what it is like to, to create an energy in a space and to feel an energy within your body and, and move that piece by piece. You know, like, like we said, you know, feel the energy, feel the warmth moving down and that, that's all a transference of energy. Um, yeah, so wow. yeah that's, that's one option. <laughs> not, to, not to give ourselves a plug, but there's, there's so many more. Yeah. yeah, another
0: one of my favorite options is nature. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pachamama has the most beautiful way of showing you what you need to see. And you don't have to be a hippie hugging trees, you know, yeah. right they're on the side of the road. You Hi- can literally-
2: in and you can't Yeah. And I love to <laughs> do that, right? Like yeah, I've yeah. been
0: spotted many a time down at Langley Park hugging trees when I was dressed in my FMG uniform, but that's <laughs> yeah. cool, I loved it, right? But, you so know, takes just- takes a photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, that sends it an email to the help company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sends it to HR, he's yeah. yeah. need a bit need of a help. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've known about him for yeah. a while. A guy he's on a on list, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the guy with feathers and crystals on his desk. Yeah. He's on r- rainbow list, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's taking that time, man, to like just step out of your current environment. Because mm. how are you to create change if you're in the same environment continuously? Yeah. So mm. just to take that little, you don't have to go all the way out of your environment, just that little tiny step back and spend some time in nature whether it's with a friend or alone or with some medicine whatever to really receive and and look at energy because it will show itself you know all you need to do is close your eyes yeah you'll you'll feel things you'll see things and then from there understand how good that feels in your heart and sometimes that's all you need because that will then call you forward into a deeper journey yeah and the time we spend on na- in nature is, is profound, you know. Like we've oh, had so yeah. much healing in nature, individually, collectively, mm-hmm. um, even healing nature itself. Like you can heal nature mm-hmm. when you drop into those those energetic states, you know, because it's a living, breathing organism, and yeah. it, and it's we're not here to fight mm-hmm. against it. We're here to fight to, to fight for it and with it, you know, mm-hmm. for the prosperity of all yeah Mm. and and just by you acknowledging nature and putting your bare skin on their bare skin that sometimes is enough for healing yeah you know where something that dawned on me a couple of weeks ago and it keeps coming in the back of my mind is like some human beings have never had bare skin on the earth and some of these people 60 70 80 90 years old they've never had bare skin on the earth imagine that the concrete imagine what is going on inside your physiological and energetic Mm. bodies if you've never had your bare skin on the earth to to dissipate mm. all that negative charge
3: yeah to them it's dirty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but that's mm. that's the mindset yeah, a lot of yeah. people
0: have been brought up in right is, yeah is yeah. oh don't touch the earth it's cold it's wet it's damp you'll get sick yeah. you'll do this that's one of the biggest lies mm. we've ever been told yeah because there is so much healing in the earth yeah <laughs> yeah it's scientifically proven <laughs> yeah. you know, like, it discharges negative ions out of your body and you know recharges your system and yeah. and that's the whole thing around earthing or, or grinding you know yeah that's what happens yeah <laughs> it's a transference of energy you know out yeah. of the old in with the new yeah. and um so that's a, a beautiful place to start as well is to, to get go with a journey with nature, with nature and, and yeah. 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 yeah we are, we are, nature, yeah. Well, we are nature yeah well
2: that's what we are yeah. Yeah. nature we're all part of the big system and um a third one, I'll just add for people because it's just really powerful. And it was on, we had, you, know, you guys had Brother Sonny. Sonny, yeah. On uh, your podcast <laughs> the other day, I was listening <laughs> yeah, and he was he talking about uh, Reiki as the, the gateway. You know, it's, mm. it, you know, it's probably, it's, it's a saturated market at the moment, but there are these special humans that hold this special space where you can feel the Reiki energy in the space. And you pay you know small investment and you have that one-to-one space, and and you know there's there's two people I'd mentioned for that one, Sunny, and one there's another friend of ours, Maraid. They like they just hold this amazing energy space, and I can attest to it as well. I've done my level one training, and all I have to do is be like, Reiki, 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 come into my body now, and I just and I can feel the energy come into my body, and I can transfer that the transference yeah. into that. So. Yeah. If anyone yeah, is, is keen, like sitting, at, sitting a session of, of yeah. Reiki is a really good way to get that felt sense. And then that's mm. when you start, because intuition, sure, is, is innate, but, it, but it, it's something that can, it's a muscle, really. It's a, it's a muscle. So you start training that muscle. It's like going to the gym, mm. you know, yeah. you tap into that. Okay, well, what does that mm. feel like? yeah Ooh, yeah.
3: yeah, what yeah. was the moment that you started truly, stu- you started truly trusting your own intuition?
2: Oh, the shamanic training, yeah. yeah. For me, the shamanic training was was the big. I'd done the spiritual stuff for a couple of years. Yeah, spiritual stuff. I, I don't, it sounds like I'm down down <laughs> downplaying it, but it's you know it was an, it was a big journey and you know a lot of breathworks and a lot of stuff and, and you know you know philosophy and psychology and putting it all together. You know, but the the real connection of the dots was the connection to spirit, mm-hmm. and and that was that ten day shamanic training was it's like okay you've got all this stuff great but sit back become a hollow bone and tune into what's actually going on beyond what you can experience in your physical reach
1: Mm. so what exactly
0: is shamanism if you were to sort of so in Mm. a in a one word sentence shamanism is the movement of energy Mm. and the movement can be Mm. the understanding the transference the the shifting, like the the dissolving of one energy into another, it's it's just the understanding of energy. Mm. And for a lot of people, like it's it's no different to like shamanism in a way is no different to Reiki, no different to like all these other modalities. Like it's just dealing with energy. But with shamanism, there's a bit of a wider scope. So like Mm -hmm. you can start to connect to the land on a different level energetically. Your your spirit guides, um, you know, uh, the ethereal realm, like your, your archangels and all that kind of stuff, like it's just a, a, a more wider understanding of, of energy.
2: Wow. Yeah, um, a more open channel. Yeah. to yeah to the full spectrum of yeah, yeah. full to spectrum of spirit to, yeah. to spirit or to source or yeah, whatever. You yeah. can, can yeah. we jump into
1: I want to know um, how you guys connect with spirit. Have we just spirit guides and how they help you in ceremony and mm-hmm. guide you in your life?
0: Yeah, sure. So for yeah. me, I've got um, I've got two spirit guides that that are with me pretty much everywhere. It's so like any time I close my eyes, like one of them in particular is there. That's and he's a white wolf, and he's been with me for probably about two years. I met him on a cacao ceremony with Shannon Valance. Oh wow, she's a powerful lady, man. Very powerful.
1: Shannon Valance.
0: Um, yeah, Shannon Valance. Mm. She's a very like out of this world, mystical sort of healer. She oh, wow. does a lot of like dragon medicine, Dragons. a lot of Kalimar medicine, and she holds really powerful space. What's Kalimar? Space. Sorry. Kalimar's the destroyer. The sixth um, arm. Yeah,
2: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like chops the heads yeah. off. Like, yeah. yeah, that. Kali, the god of death, yeah. 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 But with great destruction comes great creation. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Shiva energy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, that's, that's where my journey with spirit really like opened up and that was prior to the shamanic training um Mm -hmm. and i yeah i was i was gifted um yeah wolf medicine and at the same time eagle medicine and it was the most profound journey i had been on until i dropped into the shamanic realm yeah and um for for me they're they're guides that just continually support me with strength courage and Mm -hmm. and almost like the 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 eagle medicine for me is is that sight, like looking at the bigger picture. Cause for me, it's very easy to be the observer. I can take yeah. a really short step out of my current situation and just look at what's going on mm. and reassess. You know, because sometimes we get so caught up in the immediate vicinity of what we're doing, so it's it's often nice to take a step back and through connections of of you know animal spirits, animal guides. Um, that's really helped me, and. Uh, yeah, there's there's many different guides I believe in your journey. It just yeah. depends on what you need and who you're mm. calling in and
1: Can I jump into your spirit guide that you said with Edgar or Edgar, yeah. And is, is that like um an actual wolf or like a human
0: or a shapeshifter or So it's it's an actual wolf. Yeah. Um and he he's always there. As soon as I close my eyes, he's looking back at me. So it's like the reminder that like for me I'm always protected. I'm always yeah. it's never just me. I'm never alone. I've always mm. got something or someone or or this bigger you know it, it to me it, it could be god who knows yeah. but i don't need to know, you know all god. i know is this mm. is something that i can close my eyes and connect with and and tap into a bit of deeper courage and strength when it's required mm. um and yeah spirit guides spirit guides are pretty interesting um journeys to go on and, and yeah sort of mm, get to cool. know better you know yeah. you can call all sorts of things in I've, ha- I've had a lot of other spirit guides come and go but mm. for me like especially having edgar there like that yeah that's cool yeah So the
1: ones that come and go are they sort of like um just friends or visitors or they actually still are your guides but from different places
0: my experience like, they're, they're they're temporary maybe not temporary but they're they're not there forever they're, yeah. they're there to, to help you Work out some messages or yeah. shift through some some that's things cool. that you need a bit extra help with, mm. um, and and when you drop into shamanism, you get to learn a lot about animal medicine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and at the moment, I've got a pair of birds that follow me everywhere. Really, that's uniquely. It's, well, different different types of birds. There's yeah. always two birds everywhere right. I go. Whenever I see a bird, there's always two together, mm. and that's symbolizing a journey that I'm on at the moment, a romantic journey, mm. which is. The most profane romantic journey i've ever been on beautiful and everywhere i go there's mm. there's two birds two swans two parrots two galahs two kookaburras like oh, two wow. of everything and That's that to me is this deep reminder from spirit that i'm on the right journey with this romantic partner of mine yeah. and mm. i've fully opened my heart to that mm. and i've i've submitted to that unconditional love and beautiful. it shows up in physical form everywhere mm. i go so like if you, don't, <laughs> if you want a reminder and that's not enough, like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I yeah. love that, man. No, cool. yeah. yeah, it's
1: powerful. Yeah. And um, it reminds mm. you of the, the Jackal in Egyptian mythology, the dog head there, yeah. which was mm. a, a guardian or protector in the spirit realm, and then like, you've got your, your guardian, which is also a wolf. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, definitely, man. In terms
0: mm. of that, yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. Well, what about yourself, Jamie? Have you had much connections with spirit and have guided you through your journey with Alistica, but also in meditation and things like that?
2: Yeah, mine, mine actually started a couple of years ago. Um, Ryan sort of reminded me of my first connection. I came back from Bali, and I you know sort of had started my spiritual journey mm. um, in in this physical lifetime. And I was curious because people were talking about these spirit guys, and you know, you need you need to go meet spirit guys. So you know, in, in true you know twenty twenty two fashion, I went on YouTube and found a video and <laughs> laid down and did this. You know, meet your spirit animal meditation and it sort of guides you through this thing and it was you know um it's like a 20 minute video and then it says your spirit animal will appear now and it was the magpie and it was it was clear as day i can still see it in my mind's eye and i don't i don't get visuals uh, and ryan and I are very similar in this sense mm-hmm. you, people you know you can either get a some people close their eyes and they can see pictures and stuff i don't i don't get that maybe mm-hmm. like flashes it's more like a no sense, but this was like a, a clear, like, magpie's face, like, right <laughs> in my face there. And um, that was my first sort of connection. That was a couple of years ago. And, and, and I sort of felt into what that energy was for me. And, and for me, the, the magpies, they're highly intelligent, but also highly misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Everyone sort of gives them a bad rap, you know, they, they, oh, they're sweeping, and they're, but really, they're, they're just fiercely protecting their family and their community at all costs Mm -hmm. no matter what the size of the bird is compared to the size of the predator and 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 they hold their space you know that within within a very intelligent strength Mm -hmm. and but also yeah very misunderstood in in the way that they hold their space and i feel that's been a theme of my life and you know my my loving intention is often can be skewed or misunderstood by you know some surface level frustration or my energy being off and um, that was my sort of first real connection to like a spirit animal, and the magpie yeah. energy has sort of stayed with me that that whole time. But um, and also balance as well, eh? black and the white.
1: Yeah. Duality.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It holds holds a lot of meaning, you know. And um, <laughs> Ryan's just <laughs> put his little spirit tortoise there. <laughs> 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 um, but um, look, a lot of people can get sort of you know turned off, and you know, there's obviously the the one percent of people or one percent that that are like, yeah, this is amazing. Uh, I can dive in, but like for the for the for the people sort of scratching their head, like spirit guides, I want to meet them. A guided shamanic journey with rhythmic drumming to really break it down is is a, the best way that I feel to meet a spirit guide. Whether that be by someone who practices shamanism, or you go to you know one tribe what runs weekly, um, meet your spirit guide sort of things, or you can go on YouTube and listen to one with you know good headphones, and it's it's this rhythmic drumming that puts you in that almost like trans like state mm-hmm. and it will actually walk you through a journey like you know you go down a slide and you come out in the forest and then you you know and then you look over and then you'll see your sort of animal or see your you know being and and mm-hmm. that's sort of what the theme was through the shamanic training we did a, we did a fair few of them and and, mm-hmm. and for me a lot of my guides came in through that and and now anytime i want I connect most strongly with my guides is when I'm in those that rhythmic drumming sort of sense, and that yeah. sort of like that. It gets you out of out of the mind, really. It goes beyond that sort of mind. Mm. But uh, the more yeah. you train that sense, the more you can just you know, and the more you center your energy, you can just go and just tune straight into it. okay, well, what what are they saying? But yeah. but I think for people trying to like break into that space, a guided shamanic drum journey, whether that be on YouTube or or in a space that someone's holding is the best nice, way yeah. to
1: connect. Awesome. Do you guys do the drumming at your events? So, all sound healing yeah. type stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. we
0: both sat with a close brother of ours, John Wife, oh, and Gijigana, yeah. <laughs> and we <laughs> An birthed our own day. medicine drums. Oh wow. Oh, like a full day, day. ceremony. And like, yeah, oh nice. man, this is powerful, hey? Yeah. So you go f- the whole way from choosing your hoop, choosing your kangaroo skin, to sewing and weaving it all together, then mm. weaving your crystals and your feathers and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Decoration, into it and and decorating, mm. and then you do a ceremony and you, you know, put it over the fire and bless it and connect with the energy and all this kind of stuff. Like, highly mm. recommend it if you, you want to. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. You
1: mentioned that to me now get mm. mm. up and yeah
0: drums so oh it? john wife's mm. next level man if, yeah. if you, if you want to mm. learn a lot more about spirit and mm. and ceremony and stuff like hit him up because yeah. he's he's been mm. doing it for 34 years yeah he's I'm a, yeah, a <laughs> full-blown medicine man that's yeah amazing. that's cool yeah so yeah. we um yeah
2: so we do drumming more as a as a energy clearing or or a grounding sort of thing you know ground people into the space or clear any energies that are you know from the day or a lot of people you know, rush to get to these events and, and sort of like are a bit ungrounded when mm-hmm. they get there. So drumming is a really good way to help it, them drop into the space. Yeah. In terms of guided shamanic journeys, we haven't really dropped into that yet. That's sort of more some deeper yeah. deeper training that mm-hmm. to be done with, with the one tribe or, or with someone else that allows us to yeah. hold that space. I think feel I feel like we could both hold it intuitively, but um, yeah. it's just not something that we're, we're brought into our offerings yet. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. It takes yeah. a bit of
1: time to go into that kind of stuff too. Just. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're gonna stumble into. Yeah, on that, yeah, in yeah. that realm. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely, exactly. and, and and that's that's the thing mm. with shamanism. It's not for the lighthearted. hearted Yeah, um, you know, good brother of mine, Tim Morrison, he warned me when I started talking about shaman, shamanic training, and he was mm. saying, just make sure drop into your space, drop into your energy, make sure you are being called to it, not mm. from the ego, but from your own energy, yeah. because you can open up so much, and you it can know. be a lot for people to. To comprehend and to, to, you know, really understand. And I knew I was ready because it was just calling me every day, every day. Mm. I was sitting at home just like listening to ikaros from jungle, you know, drumming Mm. every day, and it was just like go, go, go. Really, to face yourself, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you feel like you've had any instances where you've had to deal with your shadow or do shadow work or really come to grips with your fears in that sort of space?
0: Um, like I, I sat with fears and with <laughs> like the concept of death many years before I started deeper energy and spirit work. Yeah. Um, so I'd already kind of like jumped over that hurdle. Mm. Um, and I was really comfortable when the, the, I suppose the veils were taken off of looking at such a bigger scope of, of life and, and spirit and energy. I was already well-prepared, yeah. so I was kind of like, well, no matter what comes at me, I'm cool, because yeah. like, I'm prepared to die tomorrow, mm. Like, it's okay. I'm not afraid of death. Yeah. So for me, like, I didn't have any fear, mm. you know? I had a few people warn me, and I was like, well, that's cool, I, I appreciate that, because yeah. you're just looking out for me. Mm. But I knew in my own being that I was ready.
1: You've been through it all, yeah? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. yeah. It feels like your life was preparing you for this position like, way before you even yeah. cognitively thought about it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, Amazing. <laughs> but, but these things always come up, right? Like five days ago for me, we were on the, on the back end of a, a very light medicine journey, plant medicine journey just out in the bush and with some brothers and, and then, you know, we sort of finished the journey prepping some food and then all of a sudden just something shifted, the energies dropped. And there's another guy across, very intuitive and, and Ryan felt it as well and he said, yeah, I felt something change and I had to go away and hold space for myself 'Cause something was coming through. So I had to purge something out of my system and, and that was very much, okay, well something's coming through here. Am I gonna allow it to, you know, destroy me or break me down? Or am I gonna go into the shamanic realm calling my guides and hold that s- space for myself to move through that? So, you yeah, it's the first time in a while that something's come through, but but I think the more you yeah, develop this ability and the more open you are and the, and Tim Morrison, you mentioned before, you know, Every, every new level has a new devil, right? So, yeah, every sort of like step you go through in life, and I enter and this more hard, expansive space. I also got, um, I got a cold for two weeks. Normally, if I get a cold or if I feel something coming on, it's gone within 12 to 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had anything for about two years. And like, a few weeks ago, I had one for two weeks. I was wow. like, what is this? But I could feel it was that energetic physical upgrade, so the physical, mm. my physical body can match my new energy or my new frequency. And, mm, yeah. and, and that was just a, another part of that, you know, holding space for myself in the shamanic realm. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely something that, that comes up and something you need to be prepared for because you don't always want to rely on co regulation. You know, there's a, there's a big part of my year that has been, or, you know, a couple of years since I've known this. Beautiful man here is, you know, my older like an older brother to me. You guys aren't brothers. No. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> no. I thought you guys no, are no, okay. brothers, man. No, <laughs> we're, we're soul brothers, soul yeah. brothers, yeah. soul brothers. <laughs> okay. But um, but yeah, Ryan Ryan's like the older brother I never had, and, and there's yeah. a there's a big part of me that that leans on him sometimes to co-regulate. But that's that's why they say you know you're the are the sum of the five people that mm. that you spend your time with because whether it be consciously or not, we, we co-regulate. We regulate with the energy of the people yeah. in our immediate environment, but you don't always want to have to rely on that. You want to mm. build, and that's something that Ryan does really well, and we do really well in our spaces. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can, I can support, but I want to empower you to make the right decisions. I want to empower you to have the conversations you don't feel comfortable having. I want to empower you to hold the space for yourself, yeah. and that's what you know, my journey has been stepping fully into over the wow. last
1: couple of years. Well, what are some of the hardest things you've had to discuss with yourself or talk about? And what are some of the things you see men struggling with the most out there in your
2: Ooh. ceremonies and things of that nature? I'd like to drop into this yeah, if yeah, you don't mind. Go I, got, I got called out on this in Invictus. Are you familiar with the Invictus container?
1: This is Tim Morrison's. <laughs> yeah, Tim Morrison, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's,
2: you know, and, and we'll mention him a few times because he, he's, he's had such a huge impact on, on both of our stories yeah. You know, in that Trip in Bali, I did. I did the Brave, which is a week-long retreat immersion, which is basically what you do in eight weeks in Invictus, but in the space of one week, intensive. You know, three three big breath works, ice bars, warrior stuff. You know, it's all of it. And then a couple of years out, about 14 months later, we did Invictus together, which is like an eight-week journey. You drop in every week. You do sessions. You do, you know, primal activations. You do breath works. You do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, so I got called out on this as the because I, I was explaining my situation, saying that I, I keep, keep, you know, meeting women and it's like super intense and it's like whew, and then it's gone. You know, it dissipates, right? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like this whew, lusting and it's like, yeah, it's this intensity. And he said that is the archetype of the addicted lover.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's also the fire yeah. too, right? So it's Fire like and it's, it's, it's
2: well, exactly. It's, it's yeah, it's burning that full fire, and and and, and f- you know, if you don't keep feeding the fire with sustainable logs, hardwood logs, <laughs> it's going to burn <laughs> out. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was test. like, all right, <laughs> yeah. soft wood. Just just work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, soft wood, right? So it's yeah. like it's uh, yeah. So it's, uh, so that was my pattern. I would meet women, and, and within three to six months, this, this flame would burn out, and they m- may or may not still be in love with me. But, uh, but for me, the love wasn't sustainable, and, and a lot of it was just lust. Mm. It wasn't love, because I was addicted to this. And, and, I would, and another thing as well, and, and a lot of guys, especially in sort of like this spiritual community, probably <coughs> have this, is you, you meet in these high-frequency environments, whether it be an ecstatic dance, which, you know, changed my life. Everyone should do ecstatic dance. Um, Ecstatic dance or, you know, ceremonies or festivals, and you meet in this high-frequency environment, so you're both sort of like vibing up here. This is, you know, Ryan reflected on this a lot and helped me really understand. And then you come out and you're like, wow, this this person's amazing. They're going to change my entire life. And you come back to normal life and and your frequencies return to a baseline. Mm. And that's almost always different. Mm-hmm. To, <laughs> to what it was up here and different to what the other person is. And then you're like, you have this like almost like sadness or this like almost like this breakup feeling yeah. when you haven't even started anything with this person because you, you created your entire life in this higher frequency space. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, so it's like, and I feel like a lot of people have this issue and it's, it's, for me, my journey has been learning to, okay, well, I can understand I was in that state. Can I, how can I come back into my own center strongly? With my own practices and my own energy and ground in and then meet this person where they're at and and allow things organically if you know if it's a time and if it's a person and if it's a space to to blossom and to grow and, and that's mm-hmm. that's been my yeah biggest one of my biggest journeys is, is is meeting myself and and meeting the way that i was showing up in the world and and it not being congruent with the message I wanted to, and the and the impact I wanted to have in mm. m- in my community. Mm, true, man. Thank you.
1: Well,
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, I can relate. Yeah. Mm. yeah the, the, the hit right <laughs> the, right at <laughs> the feels eh? <laughs> 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 right at yeah, the feels. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah. So I'm um, sorry. Um, I mean, we're all about breakthrough conversations. So I just wanted to ask you, like, well, what are your, what was your breakthrough moment? You know, what mm. was that moment that like. Uh, everything just seemed to like align to make sense and it just kind of all came together what was that breakthrough moment
0: i think for me like i've always been a people person yeah like from as far back as i can remember i was all, like people always wanted to be around me you know always yeah. had a nice energy i was never like erratic or there was a phase of my life where i'd just come out of the army and i'd been like indoctrinated with this like everything had to have its certain place you know yeah And then I dropped into like bodybuilding. So it enhanced that like um, really structured mentality. And for a few years, I was stuck in that. But it wasn't until the breakthrough for me would have been when my oldest sister stood in the kitchen and told me I was not nice to be around. Because I was in this space of like everything was perfectly aligned for me. And i didn't really care what everyone else was doing around me because my life was so good everything was on point i was smashing the gym i was you know i had chicks here there and everywhere like amazing people in my life but i didn't care about how any of those felt because my life was so good it didn't didn't really matter what anyone else felt and it wasn't until she sat me in the in the kitchen and was like you know you're not nice to be around and this is my older sister who like i love to bits you know <laughs> no, she, yeah yeah she just had a couple of kids and i was like like this big boot just hit me in the face and I was like I don't want people to look at me like that yeah. mm. and from there on I decided to change and what changed was I accepted a deeper level of love for myself so that then I could love other people on a deeper level mm. and just from there everything just all, all those layers of control just started to dissolve slowly but surely Yeah, and that was a big thing for me, was letting go of needing to control every single aspect. Mm. Because through the army, through FIFO work, through an absent father, you know, me trying to be the the father of the the home, Mm. and and through the bodybuilding mentality, that to me was just all about control. And it wasn't until I let that go through that conversation with my sister that that's when everything just went, whoa, it can be so Mm. much more beautiful. Because not only can I have a beautiful life, those around me can also experience the same joy. And that's what I do every day. I wake up for us, not for me.
1: I love yeah, that one wow. conversation could change that for you, and I love that she loved you enough to say that to you. Without yeah. some people just detach and yeah. avoid. Hundred percent, man. And you never really end up knowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. a good conversation to have sometimes, just to break a bit of the ego down. Yeah. 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 And and
0: not only did I make that decision to dissolve the control, I also made myself a promise: if I ever felt the same way she did about like me to someone else, I would have that conversation with them too. And we've mm. had many, haven't we? I've had many <laughs> of wow. those places yeah. in my life where mm. it's like, it's awesome. hey, this doesn't feel good, let's talk about it, yeah. rather than, oh, I'll just push that to the side and yeah. sweep it under the rug, you know? How, how do you
1: approach that healthy
0: confrontation? From here first, drop yeah. into your heart. Is this my heart speaking or is it my ego? Yeah. Yeah. Is it something that someone has done to offend me because of where they're at in their journey or is it something that is really alive for me? And and when you can drop into your own energetic space on a deeper level, you know if it's alive for you or not. And you know if it's like your shit or their shit. Or Mm. or society's shit.
4: Because
0: it could be either, either. It could be a combination of all. But if it's something that's really important to you and you feel as though you want to voice it, just come at it from love. And by invitation, not by projection.
4: Mm. Because
0: a lot of people, even in, in the spiritual world, project all their shit. (laughs) Like, yeah. <laughs> you have facilitators <laughs> man that project shit onto their audience and, and their mm. guests and their family and like that's not cool that's just wounded ass, you know yeah, yeah. Um, mm. and when you can invite the conversation you're always going to have a better reaction mm. it's kind of like do you want to push the dog in the corner and wait for it to bite or do you want to come down on one knee and show it you're on the same level and be like hey would you like Ooh. to come here oh <laughs>
2: yeah love that yeah. yeah and that's can like, I can I add to that as well good technology. Like, mm, like you and I have had many of those conversations. Oh, many, we'll have many more. But like, I mean, but the amount of times that you haven't even had to invite it Mm. or or maybe energetically you invited it, but like a day or two later, I'd be like, hey, Brian, I can see the way that I have been showing up hasn't been congruent with how I want to show up in the world. And he's Mm. like, yeah, I felt that, but I was just waiting for you To come to that realization yourself, and that's something yeah. that you do so well is is have that patience and, and energetically, you know, you know it's in your field, but like mm. not rushing straight. to, ah, James, we need to fix this, or James, this yeah. is not good, and allowing me, and it's been and it's been so empowering for me, mm. and so you know, yeah. such a beautiful thing for me to step into, is is having that self accountability and saying, mm. right, this is, I'm not showing up in the way that I want to. I acknowledge that, and okay. and either. I'm going to change it with A, B, and C, or can you suggest ways that I can yeah. that I can change this? And and that's that's allowed me to really take ownership rather than sort of like someone you know pulling me up for my shit all the time, you know, yeah. and, and saying this is you know it's an issue. So, yeah. and, and it's allowed me to reflect on those conversations. If there's something that's not congruent, you know, like the way that we're showing up in business or anything like that, it's allowed me to also be patient and open and loving with those conversations yeah. as well. So. Yeah, how, how do
1: you guys also approach um, when you see an asset of yourself that you don't like that needs improvement, how do you approach that within yourself to integrate it or move through it without being too hard on yourself or punishing yourself or just really allowing yourself to move through that shadow, so to speak? Mm.
0: Yeah, I think for me, like, um, I'm very kind to myself because mm. for me, it's not a, it's not a, like, it's not a race. It's, it's a very steady journey so the harder i am on myself the more chance i have of imploding or blowing outside or you know dropping into those lower vibrations so yeah. it's a technique that i've sort of chosen to use is like be the observer so if something's not feeling right take a step back from your immediate scenario situation feeling emotion whatever it is and look at what's actually going on is it something really small and that's just temporarily come in based on a you know, an external circumstance? Or is it something that is, like I said previously, alive for you? Is it something that you've noticed before? And is it something that's repetitive? Because if we think that like, we might feel a little bit bad sometime, or lower, or negative, we can sort of get to that stage where we're continually looking for negative things. Mm. So for me, it's like, if if it's just popped in and it's gone, like, just let it be. But if it popped in yesterday and the day before and the day before that, okay, take a step back and look at it, what's going on. Because mm. um, then you can find yourself in a battle with your ego. Because like, we are not our thoughts, right? Yeah. You know? And something that came to me the other day listening to a podcast, I can't remember who it was, but it was so powerful, it was like, rather than trying to control and fight your ego and one-up your ego, why don't you become the best team you can be and work with your ego? rather than against it or try to, you know, ego death and all that kind of stuff. Try and dissolve it. Like, if you're continually doing that, you're always going to be fighting one another.
4: Mm-hmm. Or
0: you can choose to make the most harmonious team and relationship and you can work together. Because it's never going anywhere. Yeah. You know, some are led yeah. to believe that you can dissolve your ego com- completely and it's gone. And then you're just living this pure... Mm divine That's essence lie, yeah. and it's like, it's a yeah. lie. We're here in this human experience because we're living a physical experience and part of that mm. physical experience is the mental psyche. Yeah. So you're never gonna get rid of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Do you p- believe the ego will still be with you after death in the next dimension?
0: Uh, I'm not
1: too sure, man. Yeah. I don't
0: need to know that answer. True. So I've, never <laughs> yeah. I've, never, I've never spent time on it, do you know what, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There's a mm. lot of questions out there that I don't need to know mm. answers to. Mm. So I will choose not to very mm. still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. mm. because my energy can go elsewhere. Yeah. You know, I don't need to know what you're thinking right now. All I need yeah, to know yeah. is this feels fucking amazing. Yeah, and I'm enjoying <laughs> it.
4: Mm. And yeah. if
0: I don't enjoy it, okay, why am I not enjoying it? Mm. Mm. I like that. Yeah, it's I love it. Nice, yeah. nice
1: boundary you have with yourself. Yeah, mm. and the and the world. <laughs> yeah, and and, and mm. I
0: find when you can look at life like that, you can enjoy a deeper sense of stillness. Mm. Yeah. And stillness is a beautiful place to be.
3: Yeah, yeah. Some people are really afraid of that stillness. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. it's like, a, mm. like they're terrified of it. Like the, but um, I think were, I was speaking to someone once and it was like, oh, have you ever done a float? I was mm. like, nah, I'm too scared to be alone in <laughs> <then> a the place <laughs> where there's like, we can't hear anything or yeah. stuff like that. it's, it's or crazy. Or like with your thoughts, you know? Yeah, mm. alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And that's
0: fear. And, and underneath that fear is the fear of death. There always is. It's the fear of death. I feel sits beneath all fears of everything else
4: mm,
0: Yeah. and when you can face that and go well I'm not afraid of anything I will die if I died tomorrow I would be okay I know those people around me may be very upset but I would be okay because I've had such an amazing impact in this physical body yeah a million mm. times more than some people who have been alive for a hundred years mm. yeah not as much as some that have been alive in different you know yeah. e- examples but yeah i i wouldn't want to but it would be okay because what's next i don't know what's next and it could be a million times more beautiful than this true that's probably
1: true as well exactly i I don't believe in death as i say to be honest yeah taking off of one suit into another yeah
2: yeah yeah well see it's the undercurrent to all fear isn't it like like you say it's like you know say oh what if i miss my appointment for this podcast and then like on the, on the back of that, like, you obviously, oh, I'm so stressed about that, but what's below that? It's like, oh, well, then the person that I was gonna meet won't like me. And then if they don't like me, then I'm gonna, you know, not be a part of the community. And if I'm not part of the community, I'm gonna, you know, be depressed. And if I'm depressed, I'm gonna- Die. Then I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I'm gonna die, right? Yeah. And it's like, if you break down every wow. single fear, you can, you can layer it back to, because I'm gonna die. Yeah. And then if, if you can become in communion or, you know, at peace with death, then really that's that's your journey to dis- dissipating all yeah. fears. Yeah. Well wow. wow, you guys I love to that. conquer that one first. That
0: was one of my first big, big mm. conquers. Yeah. Mm. I, s- I remember coming across um are you familiar with Brian Rose from London Real? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So he had a guy called Stephen Jenkinson on his podcast. Yeah. And he's a um he's part native Canadian. So like Canadian yeah. Indian. Um part just Canadian or, or, or North American, and he's a he used to be like an afterlife carer. So he would sit with people on their deathbed and prepare them for... Like a death the door. After, yeah, a death door. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. And he would prepare them for their changeover into the next life. Mm. And he would go through like this type of thing with them and, and, and really prepare them for knowing that this physical body's gone, but what's next is is... You don't know what's next, so don't be afraid of it. You know, mm. and I sat through that, and I rewatched it, and I rewatched it, and then I watched his follow up, and it just showed me all the answers. And it was Beautiful. just not mm. to be afraid of death. Stephen Jenkinson. Mm. Stephen yeah. Jenkinson. You write a, right, so a good book book as well. Get is back, back into Yeah, he's got a couple of couple the of books. The um, one that jazz really talks good about. one, I think, is Die Wise. Die Wise. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like
2: a I think it's like a a, a thick book. Quite a thick one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's why podcasts are such a great way to. Yeah. Like start in that you know just digest that small amount of information. It's like Joe Dispenza, is similar. He's got obviously you know his libraries and catalogs and stuff. But there's this one podcast he does on on Spotify, and it goes for like an hour and a half, and it yeah. you know disseminates all of his like best information. And, and if anyone's trying to get into him, I'm like, don't go read his books. You know, start with this 1.5 hours of your life. Can you can you dedicate yeah. that? So. Yeah, he's got yeah. like a
3: twelve episode series o- on Guy or something, mm. which is oh also yeah. very, yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's like amazing. amazing. He breaks things down quite well. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, what about you, Jamie? What was your breakthrough moment?
2: Ooh, <laughs> I've been thinking about it since you asked the question, and it's—I uh, believe—every layer has a breakthrough moment, has a defining moment mm. in, in the journey. You know, every that click, you know, that, that plant medicine ceremony I talked about on the 27th of December, 2021, you know, that, that integration that every, you know, that, that I feel like every breakthrough moment for me is follows with the feeling that I'm exactly where I need to be in that moment. Mm. And it's this full energetic feeling of like, I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. And I don't get it. I don't get it You know, too often. It's like when it's that full body, like, yes, this is where I need to be. And that was one of them. But, um, the real, the real catalyst for my, for my whole journey, for you know, starting with philosophy, psychology, physiology, was um, mid 2015. I was travelling through, through uh, Cambodia with a friend of mine, and again, the addicted lover, you know, the, you know, going off and chasing women and whatever it was, you know, at a hostel and partying. And my mate that I was with, he wasn't really like that, you know, he wasn't sort of like he was just, and he, and he'd actually a week before met met the girl that he. That met the woman that he'd later marry, and and have um, his first kid with, wow. um, and they're still yeah, she's just turned one actually, their, their daughter. Yeah. Anyway, so so he was like completely you know in that, but I was off you know doing what I do, and something sort of happened, and he sort of explains it like no, I wasn't judging you, but but I, I received it as a judgment of like me, you know, because I'd, I'd like left him on the night and whatever it was. And and that it it hit me really deep, and I actually went into a, like a panic attack, like a panic attack response, and I couldn't breathe. had a full overwhelm. I had to go downstairs, and it just, and I didn't really know what it was at the time until after, and and things changed that night. Mm-hmm. You know, things had changed that night, and 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 I refer back to this often because the next day I was just you know I was just different. I was like in this state. Like I was we were sitting on this boat on the way out to this like beautiful island. I'm just like staring at like the ground like whew, something needs to change, something needs to change and and that same very same week a friend of mine, we actually shared a lot of our journey together through sort of anxiety and that kind of stuff. He sent me this, this TED talk and it was by Tony Robbins and it's called Why People Do What They Do and it, he talks about the six human needs which you know we don't need to go into but it's been the undercurrent of my entire journey yeah. because I watched that youtube video no less than a hundred times and i could recite it <laughs> word for word as we're talking but but that that dived me deep into into okay well we can work with the mind we can work with the psychology you know there's something not right here there's something i need to change and that that was really catapulted my journey that you know psychology and then i was like well how does the mind work how do we think why are we here and that sort of philosophy and that you know that sort of steamrolled into that you know landing in Bali in 2019 in that Mm. spiritual journey. So for me, that was the real breakthrough moment that catapulted my entire self-development journey. Mm. Um, But there's one more I'd like to talk about really briefly and that's a couple of years ago, I was called to connect more with my voice. Yeah, I was was raised by three beautiful women, two older sisters and my mum, and they used to sing a lot. And I I grew up thinking, can't sing, got no, you know, no voice, no connection to voice, yeah. and I was guided to just find a, a singing coach um, through some friends of mine, and literally like on Google, I was living up in Clarkson, and this lady like four minutes from my house, had all these Google reviews, unassuming little house, wow. a lady called Donna Sell, and within the second lesson, so she's, you know, I go in, and, and she's more than just a singing coach, she's got this big crystal there and wow. always like tuning forks oh, and wow. sound healing yeah. stuff. Full like psycho spiritual coach, mm. medicine woman, but also lived in Hollywood for 10 years, did all the voice coaching, did all you know, works with professionals, all that kind of stuff, mm. you know. And, and I got the details. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and I worked with this woman for, for a year and a half and, and she changed my life. But by the second lesson, you know, the, the, the voice she gets out and, and, and this like. At this moment, I remember it and it was like, this, this voice that I never heard came out of me. I was just making this tone. Mm. And she's like, that's it. That is the man that has been waiting to come out for all of these years. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> bursting into tears wow. <laughs> on this second session. And, and it wasn't until much later that I realized that we can spend all the time in the world trying to open up the heart but until we clear the channel of the voice and learn to use our voice and express through voice, mm-hmm. we can't really express what's inside. True. And for me, that was, that was the breakthrough moment where I opened up that channel of expression. Wow. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Do, do you sing at the moment? Like, just for fun? So,
2: well, yeah, I got to a point where I could sing some songs and have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Never to a point where I would like, perform But
0: your birthday—that was pretty
2: epic. Sung a song at his birthday. What what song was cool? Uh, "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. (laughs) Um, But I, but I sort of, uh, you know, coincided with me picking up the didge, you know, like a year and a half ago. The yudaki, as traditionally called, and and that's having that undercurrent of voice, and also stepping into the shamanic realms Mm. where you do these long sort of tones and. and that allowed me so much vocal range in that space to really step into the shamanic voice and really step into my intuitive side with that because I already built that foundation. And also with the Didge, I had I had that strong vocal box. And, you know, I, I might never be the, the Ziggy Alberts like I wanted to be, <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know, performing the acoustic songs for thousands of people, but, but that pathway that opened up and, and her coaching and guidance and space holding and allowing me to express my voice as a man yeah. was, yeah, I, that was probably the single most like life changing thing that I've done is, is, is singing, singing yeah. coaching. Yeah. Is, yeah. He wouldn't, mm. wouldn't believe it. Yeah. 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 That's
1: it's very very important. In energy work as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Shamanism and mm. yeah.
0: Mm, that's it's powerful, powerful energy much. center, you know, the throat, throat, throat chakra. chakra right, Cause yeah. you have everything all the way up mm. from the feet up, from the from the base, and then it just gets mm. stuck here, and it just can't move. Mm. Mm. So when you can unlock that, and you know, singing yeah. or speaking your truth or practicing your boundaries, like amazing, the whole yeah. lot, you know, incredible. Yeah. yeah, you can send me a detail, going Yeah, hit her up. Yeah, we're make good. A deal with voice yeah. box going. Which <laughs> <laughs> <She laughs> came to my mind again the other day. I was speaking with my partner, and she was like, "You've got a really nice voice." I was like, "Oh, thanks, babe." It's like Donna. gotta speak to Donna. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before me. Yeah.
2: I've sent a few people to her and they've uh, yeah. yeah. very powerful experiences. Can I ask you guys a,
1: a question? Um, I think I've got two more questions. But I want to know what you guys think. What is God and also your experiences with God or connecting to God and mm. or
0: source? So I've had, a, I've had quite an interesting journey on, I suppose, the God aspect brought up in a predominantly Christian, Anglo-Christian family in the mm. UK. So, like, it was mum would go to church, my grandma would go to church, I was christened, you know, everyone has weddings in church, you know, you'd go every Sunday sort of thing. It was never forced upon us, but it was, you know, I used to wear a crucifix, all that, I'd pray to God every day, like, all that kind of stuff. And then as I started to develop deeper as an adult and have these different experiences, I was like, well, I'm gonna look into this a bit more. And I was dating a, a beautiful lady at the time and I'd been away from any churches for a while and I started going to church with her. Mm. And the first, it was, it was like a new age church, you know, new age Christian church, which was beautiful. It was really fun, family friendly, really high vibe. Mm. Um, and I went in there a couple of times, it felt really nice, and I started like watching scriptures on YouTube. There was this particular guy who was a, a um, I don't know what you call him, he wasn't like a priest, he was more of a storyteller kind like a of. preacher sort of preacher thing. Preacher sort of yeah. thing, yeah. But he was really funky and like a young guy. Um, so i mm. watching a bit of his stuff to work through some relationship woes and then i went back to church this was this was in between me starting to learn breath work not as a practitioner but like just learning how to breathe properly so i think like for me i started dropping a bit more into energetic space and then i was still going to church and i remember going to church one day and i just felt so hot really really hot it was a cold day and I was boiling, boiling hot, dripping with sweat. And I was like, babe, i got to get out of here. Are yeah. like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'll just to get some fresh air. Birthing in the flames. Right? <laughs> Man, so, yeah. Soon as I walked out of that church, yeah. I felt so alive. And I was like, I'm never going back in here ever again. Wow. So for me, that was the, the bigger scope of God or source calling me away from a confined space and belief system and it was guiding me more to an open and non-judgmental and non-defined um, belief system. Mm. And that that's where I i started to um, dive more into the breath work, which then opened up all these other channels. Mm. Um, I dropped deeper into the Zen Buddhism and all that kind of stuff. And then everything just cracked open. And I was like, God is not a man that tells you what to do. Mm. God is within all of us. Source, energy, divine Christ consciousness, whatever you want to call it,
4: Yeah,
0: it is the most, Divine and purest energy that can ever be experienced. Mm. So for me, it was like, all right, well, I need to get out of church, and I need to speak to my partner about how I feel about church and about life and about energy. Mm. And she just went, "You're fucking crazy. Get the fuck out." (laughs) And we broke up. It was the most most intense breakup I've ever had. But I was guided by something that I still believe was source was God. Mm. And it guided me away from the church, which mm. I find is quite funny. It didn't guide me to drugs or alcohol. It guided yeah. me to sitting right here today.
1: Yeah, I know some people who are LSD drugs, and they've been led by God to church, but to find yeah. balance
0: because they were yeah. too sort of lost. Yeah. Lost. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so for me, that was my sort of mm. journey, you know. And, and I felt great in church for a moment until that fire of the. the <laughs> whatever it was you know like yeah awakening. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and i don't need to know what that was all i need to know is what it's guided me to and it's guided yeah. me to my own divine truth which is mm. non-systematic it's non-controlling it's the most open expression of life that i could ever experience mm. and that's what i believe source and god is beautiful yeah, yeah beautiful. i love how you
1: integrated these different parts of your life so perfectly now like the stoicism i can mm. see it's blended in with everything yeah quite man. nicely it's yeah. good to see
4: yeah,
1: that's yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: What about
3: you, Jamie? Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so my upbringing was quite different actually. I was um I was born on a tiny island in New Zealand in a bathtub. <laughs> wow, water birth. <laughs> water birth. Yeah. yeah, water birth, home birth, you know, the full kitten caboodle. Mm. And, you know, there was never any religion per se, like growing up, but there was always this undercurrent of some kind of spirituality that I wasn't really tuned into until I was much older. But, you know, my, my great grandma, she was Rosicrucian, which is like a very like, you know, in a religious context, but like more, like a much more spiritual mm-hmm. connection to all kind of thing as, um, you know, Da Vinci sort of dived into um, Rosicrucian and, and that kind of stuff. And, and you know, my, my grandma, um, my Nana, she's, it's, a, it's actually her birthday this month. Um, and she was a follower of Sai Baba and spent some time in India and, and you know, with her guru. And mm-hmm. so there's, there's always this undercurrent. And then my mum would always talk about this book called Conversations with God. Oh
3: I've heard about this That book Neil section. Donald Walsh. Yeah.
2: Neil Donald Walsh, yeah. So, I, you know, growing up, I thought, oh, well, that's just a God thing. And, and I, was, I was always, you know, like, oh, I'm an atheist or agnostic. You know, I settled on an agnostic sort of, you know, late teens, early 20s. I'm like, well... I don't know the answers and it's not going to influence my life, so why would I care? Sort yeah. of like, you know, the t- my early introduction to Stoicism. <laughs> um, and you know, but it wasn't until I sort of actually finally picked up this book and and read it. And and a lot of people put off because it's got the word God in it. But mm. this is the most divine book. It's it's written as this channel, this this dialogue between this between this man and between God, and he's sort of like, well I just I was just writing down the, you know, the conversation and he asks all these questions about life and spirituality and, and the world and you know, why the world the way it is and it just goes on for you know, all these pages and, and ultimately what it says is, is we are just having this divine experience and, and, and the highest of these experiences is peace, love and joy. And the experience of God is just fully experiencing yourself and the world around you through the lens of peace, love, and joy. And for me, that's sort of what has all integrated in, in my journey is that, is that God is, is within us and God is around us and, and God is through us. And whatever you want to call it, is, is, it, is it spirit? Is it God? Is it, is it something greater than us, than our physical realm of influence that can work through us, but that also is us? And does that make complete sense? Yeah. <laughs> Some people maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes a while to land on that. Mm. It takes a while to land, but it but it doesn't really need to if mm. you can be in full trust. Mm. And and this is and this is what I mentioned earlier on because is, is one of your questions in the list was like what is love to you? And and mm. for me love is is to be is the intersection in the Venn diagram between truth and trust. And truth is the voice, truth is the expression, truth is that journey of the voice and trust is trusting in the divine force of nature, the divine force of spirit, the divine flow of life mm. which is God, which is source, which is you acting fully in the experience of what you are. Yeah. And yeah, And for me that is love that oh, wow. is the I frequency of unconditional mm. love.
3: So where, where would you say was that flip between atheism to believing in like a deistic God?
2: Mm. I guess it was a layering really. To yeah. Con- consistently, you know, we, we say, and, and I say it all the time, peel back the layers. But for me, if, if, you, know, if you live by the philosophy that everything is necessary, and for me there's only, there's only one path. Right, You know, we, we often look at, this, at life like this, like, do I go left or do I go right? But as soon as you go left, right doesn't exist anymore because you can never go back. Yeah. You know, we're on this sort of like physical trajectory. So that one path, everything is necessary. That it's sort of like, instead of peeling back the layers, we're kind of adding on the layers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to become this ever expansive being, you know. Um, there's, uh, are you guys familiar with the book Shantaram? No, uh, Shantaram by Gregory David Roberts. It's 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 my favourite novel. It's like a thousand pages, and I've read it probably three times in my life. And it's about this, you know, loosely based on a true story, but basically this guy that goes to India and has this beautiful experience. Well, he's exiled. He, he's a runaway from prison, basically. He's a escapee from prison, and has this beautiful. But but it's got this undercurrents of philosophy and and becoming okay with discomfort and and to integrating an environment that you wouldn't be normally comfortable with. But one of the key moments in that and key philosophies is that you know god is this ultimate complexity is is the ultimate complexity and and anything that is inherently good in life is to move towards that complexity and anything that is bad or is a hindrance is to move away from complexity in an attempt to simplify life so we can never fully understand the ultimate complexity, and for me, that yeah. was one of the big breakthroughs. Of all the big layers that added on, was like, okay, well, I, I just need to trust. There's a, there's a there's a sphere that I can influence that I can influence and understand, and beyond that is trust. Mm-hmm. And can I feel safe and strong enough in my own energy to to trust? So dropping into that trust has happened over time, but but really with that heart opening sort of experiences and that heart coherence practices and and opening the heart through cacao medicine and other plant medicines and connections and and just being kind to myself Mm. to fully allow trust in has been the the pivotal moment for me to, to go from okay well I need to understand everything around me or I can't understand it to okay well there is something there and it happens through me and it is me
3: yeah yeah well, okay.
1: I have one final question. Mm. Are you, are you, are you no, to no, to? Yeah, But um, what do you guys think is happening, or what do you? What is your take on what's happening on the Earth right now, with everything
0: sort of in consideration? Mm. A lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. This this is the biggest challenge civilization has ever faced, mm. with the the for lack of a better term, the the good versus evil, the dark versus light. The, you know the black, first, white, the, the yin and the yang, like we're seeing so much suppression of love and energy and, and kind-heartedness that's trying to be suppressed and controlled by those that are scared of losing their power. But we're also seeing such a huge shift in the universal consciousness, you know, of, of wanting to live a more fulfilling life and a, and a more truthful life and a, and a deeper life. With real meaning and real value, um, you know we've seen so many people come through our space as holistica and as just individuals mm-hmm. who want to feel more and, and be more and, and show up mm-hmm. better and have deeper connections. So, like we're seeing this like this challenge of the darkness and the and the controlling entities, but we're also seeing this huge opportunity for more growth into the light space and the love. So I, f- I feel it's this huge pendulum that's just continually swinging. Mm. My personal opinion is we may need to swing a little bit more on the darker side. Not personally, but yep. like we're going to see a little bit more challenge, a little bit more adversity, to then have that alternate pendulum swing. But yeah. but something that raises that bar, so people can see a, a, a more beautiful way of living, and they choose to step up and accept that as yeah. their baseline.
4: Mm. So
0: you know, I don't. We're not out of the woods yet, like with what's going on in society, but we're making massive, massive impact. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's proven. You know, yeah. know, from, yeah. from my personal journey and our combined journey, like we're seeing huge shifts, huge Yeah, I definitely agree mm. with that. Mm.
1: Yeah. Harder sort of things become, or the government pushes or whatever with like mandates or whatever it may be, the pendulum swings the other side as well. So it creates a greater awakening. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. what what I see is like from my own contemplation of life, like my physical body may not see that big shift happen, but my impact will be felt, and that's why I choose to show up as us, not me, every day. Because yeah. if I show up as me, I'm just working for me, right? Yeah. If I show up as us, mm. as an embodied me, I can then have a deep impact for this swing to be more everlasting and more yeah. effective. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And, mm. and that's a choice. The choice for everyone, right? A lot of people choose to show up for themselves every day, yeah. And you know, I've personally got to a point where I'm so content with myself, I can then show up more for everyone else every day. And people go, Oh, well, aren't you living for yourself? Like, what about you? I'm like, Me's full, me is overflowing, man. Like, I wake up every day feeling amazing enough to overflow that joy onto those around me, yeah. And then they get to fill their cup up, and we all rise together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like the collective rising.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you said we, so you were included mm-hmm. in that we. 100%, 100%. yeah, yeah. Well.
0: Yeah, we's not like everyone over there and I'm here. Like, it's we, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a big part mm-hmm. of like my journey through Invictus with, with Jamie and with the brothers that journeyed with us was finally accepting that like it's us, it's we. It's not yeah. just me. You know, I can have all the goodies in the world. I can have the most amazing life. If I can't share that joy with people, what's the point?
1: Mm. You know? where, where does your wisdom come from when it comes to you? Are you blocking things
0: out of your life or are you bringing things into your life to, to absorb information? Or where do these sort of
1: um, insights
0: that you lead your life? It's pretty funny because, yeah, like, this has been a question I've reflected on myself quite often as well. Is like, where did all this come from? Mm-hmm. And that's where I go, I don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. honestly yeah. like submitting the fuck facts yeah. exactly facts yeah because Trust. why do Trust. i because yeah. yeah. that then just takes me away from what i'm cur- currently doing so yeah. effectively mm. and if i'm trying to find all these answers i'm losing the the journey the moment True. right True. like i don't live in a result driven mindset mm. i live in a journey driven presence mm. because that presence is the bulk of that's all the meaty goodness not yeah. meat, because i'm vegan but you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the beautiful nourishment of the whole jackfruit chunk goodness. in the middle that beautiful. that shredded jackfruit in the top <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like, for someone to replicate that you would be saying more presence
0: more presence less control big yeah. time mm. big time submit to something greater than yourself yeah and when you do that from a place of love genuine connection and love it's like i said at the start of the podcast your journey will be so much more magical. Mm. And I'm living and breathing that every second right now. Thank you, man. Yeah, mm. thank you. We live in the life yeah. so uh, <laughs> We can witness and hopefully learn. Yeah, thank you, brother. You know, learn. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, there's, there's another
0: thing I've, I've really explored the heck out of is hope. I don't believe in hope.
2: No, okay.
0: Hope is submitting your power to something, mm. you know? Faith is what I choose, you know? Faith in the higher power, but not hope that someone's gonna come and save you, because yeah. no one will. Mm-hmm. No one's here to save us, it's up mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, sure. Jim,
2: Jim Curry says, hope is a beggar. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: the bigger, that's
0: yeah. true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and language, and language is so important, and hope is, is like a lower vibrational word. So if you're hoping yeah. for everything, you're waiting for stuff to happen, you're going, oh, well, someone's gonna come in and help me. Someone's gonna come yeah. save us. Like, no one is. Yeah. It's up to you to show up with love, with intention, Open heart, but that sword that's so sharp mm. in your sheath that it's ready to go. Ready to go. Mm.
1: Awesome.
0: Um, yeah, and Jamie, yeah. What, yeah. what was your take
1: on that's? Sorry, Matt. No, 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 sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Light. acknowledging, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just acknowledging the wisdom.
3: Yeah. 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 Thank you, Matt. Glad
1: Jamie. What's your take on like, what do you feel that's happening, especially on Earth?
2: Yeah, Ryan put it so beautifully, it's it's a pendulum, right? It's that, it's that sway of energy, and, and, and I'll, I'll break it right down into something people can really understand. Like, how many times have you heard of people fighting for freedom, mm. or fighting for change? All mm. of human history, I suppose, yeah. Right, and fighting against something is just bringing the same energy to the fight. It doesn't matter what your intention is, you are bringing that same energy, you fire with fire, and, and it, comes right back to that art of peace. How can you show up with strength or in a peaceful way saying, I see you, I love you, but this needs to change. And and that's what the energy that I want to bring and that we want to bring is is to to shift that around, you know, like the the pickets and the yeah, like stand up for what you believe in, but don't do it with the energy of of fighting, because you're just feeding that Pendulum, you know, and it's just, you know, like you say, the more that they suppress, mm-hmm. the more that we rise and get energy. But it's, but it's like, and, and this is what flicked the switch with the collaboration, right? Because it was like collaboration over competition. Because we took that fight energy out of it and we just fed it abundance. It was a, there's always going to be enough people to come to our events and there's always going to be enough money. It's, just, it's this shared enoughness. Mm-hmm. And that's the true energy of abundance. It's, it's not about how can I be so abundant and have so much. It's how can we all have that shared enoughness. And, and mm. for me, that's you know obviously what's going on in the world is, is an amplification of the dark. And, and it's like that, that pendulum swinging, but the only way that we can transmute that and, and, and you know, share that beautiful energy is, is to send it love and to send it peace and, and to find strength in our piece,
1: Beautiful man, very yep. well yeah. It. Now before we wrap up, is there a question you guys wish that we would have asked today or someone, something you want to share that's sort of on your mind or?
0: I think just to share with the audience to when something doesn't feel right, explore it. Don't accept it. Don't accept, because the standard you accept, or well, the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. So if you see something that's not quite right, mm. speak into it, raise it, Talk to someone about it, you know? It's a big thing of what we're seeing in society is divide and conquer. Let's work together. Mm. And that's what we do so well. Mm. And that's what I implore the audience and everyone else to do too. Yeah, Work yeah. together.
1: Beautiful. Mm. And also, why do you guys think so many people are struggling with mental health right now?
0: <sighs> the system for a start, <laughs> the system's so broken, but mm. we need to recreate that from within. Mm. You know, because this is another thing is giving your power away no one's gonna fix you apart from you. And I get that people are in different mindsets and different chemical imbalances and whatnot, but mm. it has to come from within. Yeah. Mm. Like, change doesn't happen externally, it starts internally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You and, know? Yeah. A- and We've all got a role to play. If you see someone struggling, hey, how are you? I don't know you, but how are you? Smile at someone. Hold a door open for someone. Grab that can that last can of beans off the top shelf for the little old lady that can't reach it, give it mm. to her. Stop taking and start giving more. Because mm. that will ripple effect into the into the environment, into the community. Beautiful. And you can prove it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's I'm gonna this is my favorite word at the moment, is perpetuation. Right. Mm. The system is designed to perpetuate mental health issues and, mm. and to to nurture them because, you know, without going too deep into the darkness but it's like it's it's follow the money right who is who is profiting from the system who is the pharmaceutical companies is you know who's invested in the pharmaceutical companies the the politicians and the media and all this stuff you you follow the money it's all that energy that's feeding into that one thing and that perpetuates that there is a bigger issue than you know that can be solved you know that they're making it out to be an issue that can't be solved and i'm not saying that I'm not negating anyone's issues and, and saying, you know, they, they don't have them. hundred percent. People are struggling. People are going through mental health issues. People are having health issues. Are they being, you know, addressed fully holistically and in, in ways that can can heal them? Probably not. You know, yeah. some people might be, but, but probably not. And the system is designed that way to mm. to keep people sick, to keep people distracted, to keep people in their, you know, little zone of, you know, um, Stuart Wilde. Is I love him. Mastery of Money, <laughs> he does this talk in, in, it's in Australia, he's an English guy in Australia, in 1986, I think it is on YouTube, and he's, you know, talking to this audience, and they're all wearing the 80s sort of suits, and it's hilarious. But he, he basically says, people sort of make enough money to live below the revolution line. Mm. So just enough to keep them happy, but not enough that they are going to revolt. <laughs> yeah. and, and this sort of, and, and it's the, the natural, you know, growth of that is is the mental health issues, is the societal divide, is is the negation of First Nations people, is is all that kind of stuff that's happening is is the system is designed to perpetuate that And, and the only way we can do that is to change from within, change the game, flip the script and say, Well we're gonna show up with peace, we're gonna show up with empowerment and we're gonna show up with love. And that's beautiful. Yeah. That's what we are and that's what Holistica is and that's what that's why we're here to do. Yeah. And
3: then, uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. It's just adding on to what you were saying before, it's about, about your like environment and your mm. the ability, mm. the importance, the environment you kind of encapsulate yourself in is just so crucial to like your own development mm. and where you're going and how you can kind of. And the moment you realize how you ch- you change your environment or you meet some people who who, are, who give you the knowledge to kind of move to where you want to be, it's, it's so powerful, man. The mm-hmm. environment is crucial. Community. Yeah, community. So yeah. it's that <laughs> element of community and it's something that we, lacks, we lack right now. And like it's, it seems like everything that's happened in the last two years was to just dissolve that as much mm-hmm. as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. But just.
1: Yeah, that being said, where can people reach out and find you, and find you to go and connect with you guys?
0: Yes, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram, um, Holistica underscore AU. Um, we're, we're relatively active on Instagram. We respond to DMs and whatnot. Um, Facebook page as well, Holistica Facebook page. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of collaborations. You know, we got some epic stuff coming up in the works. So Sweet. yeah, just really keep your eyes out on the mainly the Instagram page. We've got a website coming soon, it should be in a
2: couple of weeks.
0: Nice. Um, yeah, we've got lots and
2: lots and lots <laughs> coming. Yeah, cacao yeah, ceremonies. We've got a retreat next month down in Margaret River. Um, we're actually going on a road trip this week. We're, we're starting yeah. to bring some of the medicine down, oh, nice. down south. So we're running our cacao ceremony in in Margs and in Bunbury. Oh, beautiful! Um, yeah. And then we're bringing it back to Perth to do a more like a, a larger ceremony. And um, yeah, and it's just, it's just beautiful. Bring the magic, and like Ryan yeah. says, we have got so much more to come. And, and mm. yeah, we're, just, it, we're we're here for it all. Yeah. And it's all
0: for the community. It's not for me and Jamie to fill our pockets. It's to expand the community and rebuild these fractures that certain external forces are, mm. are creating. You know, mm. um, we rise together and we rise as one. Beautiful. Wow. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah,
4: that's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Just appreciate Good it. Big love. Much.